Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I'm at Sorgatron in uh, Mayhem Studios here in Pittsburgh, PA, uh, less than three miles away of the site of the infamous Hell in the Cell between Mick Foley and The Undertaker. That's right, right here in Pittsburgh. With me, also part of Mayhem, Mayhem Worldwide here today. Worldwide. Okay, it's just Pennsylvania and Texas, to be honest, but we're, we're coming strong with Texas. Uh, first of all, Eamon Payton, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. I'm a little sunburned because I am beaming with excitement. Get it? Oh. No, I'm really, no, I'm serious. No, I really can't feel the face. Well, it's nice knowing you on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. We'll see you next time, Eamon. <laughs> uh, also with us from the greater Pittsburgh area as well is The Riz. Riz plays games on the Twitter. The, the, way, the way you said, the, the way you said to start off that part, Eamon, is probably one of the best ways you can start. You can say... I am beaming with excitement, with zero excitement, and that just broke me, sir. <laughs> can you believe like, you just had a smile and just the monotone of voice? You, you, I am beaming with excitement. Can you believe? And this guy, <laughs> so happy. and this guy commentates on professional wrestling. Just putting that, I, you know, people people ask me to do a job for <laughs> for shows. Of up to of up to multiple hours. Holy crap! And also joining us from California, PA, uh, it's Hot Wheels leading the way into our hearts and minds here. Hot Wheels RWA sound guy from the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. This is the part where you say something. What's up, people? I'm feeling a little global. What? What? Wheels is on the way, people. Oh You're boy, this is going to be a fun one. Also joining us, also from You're Texas, this one from El Paso, Texas. He, he's from TheWrestlingRevolution.com, Antonio Garza. I have no puns. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but this is your Wrestling Mayhem Show. We talk about pro wrestling. We talk about the mainstream stuff, the pro wrestling. Uh, uh, we get a little more into the details, into the weeds on some other shows. Uh, so many shows at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can go over there, subscribe to this and everything else on the iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Facebook. Please, video, audio formats, share them wherever you like to have them shared and tell the people about the Wrestling Mayhem Show Nation. You can also drop us a line. We love hearing from you guys. 412-206-WMS0 or Good Times. Good Times. Good Times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Honestly, that was the best one we did. Yeah, it was good. You guys were like, it's almost like you guys Mm -hmm. didn't have any sort of internet delay. And we're actually like in the same state, but you know, um, but uh, no, you can join us, become part of the conversation and enjoy that as well. You can also join us here live every Tuesday night, live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com. We got a bunch of people joining us here. Juggalo John, our good buddies, Bobby F. J. Town, Mad Mike joining us. Mad Mike on the tweets tonight, I do believe. And of course, uh, 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 wife of the show at Rebellious Flaw or at Wife of Mayhem uh, on the Twitter is helping us with the show notes as well. 
Um, and I think, oh, is that Matt Carlin's out there as well? Hello, Matt. Our friend in the mainstream media joins us in the chat room. You can also, please, uh, uh, you could, if you like the show, if you dig the show, I know we're not deep enough for you to make a determination, but we want to uh, recognize the people that do support the show monetarily at the patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. They get apparently a half an hour of, of extra content that we don't share on, on the feeds <laughs> usually, um, including, uh, results from the March mayhem, which you can go, Vote now uh, or very soon on, on round two over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and look for that little button that says March Mayhem. It's our brackets to determine the best match ever. Uh, so please go check that out. Uh, we had a, a, we had a you know, okay start for just kind of uh, kicking it off and, and, and beta testing it. Uh, but, hey, but anyways, our Patreon supporters, thanks to our friends. Bo as well as hey this guy in here the patreon in the bank holder himself uh uh uh, antonio garza a uh, i think the longest the longest patreoner uh ed burke as well um and the jennifer and matthew carlin's uh, foundation for podcast betterment got it got it uh so thank you so much for all those guys for uh supporting the show uh it means a whole lot and you don't have to give money to the show just share the show and and or rate on itunes it, it goes a long way to help help out the show and i know there's a lot of new eyeballs on the show these days and we really appreciate you guys checking us out let's get into it let's get into my 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 pop screen falling apparently okay oh, no. everything it gave screen, out it this. couldn't take any more of the mayhem Holy crap! Um, hold on, I need to fix this now. <laughs> so, um, there was some interesting news this week. I wanted to get on some not WWE stuff as I try to fix this thing. Um, so maybe I could toss it to somebody else. Um, so the big news this week was actually about TNA. And Jesus. Uh, Did they get bought out yet? No, not yet. Wow, this thing just kind of Shit. failed on me, didn't it? Okay. Give it time. All right. Throw it um, away, Sorg. Sorg, we all have those problems. Oh, uh, well, I, well, I'm going to have to take from the Patreon money and buy a new one now. Okay. It's That's okay, it. buddy. Am I allowed to? Uh, Garza, am I allowed to get a new pop screen? Sure. All righty. There you go. <laughs> That's... That's his call. Uh, But no, uh, of course, a friend of the show and Eric Young, we actually interviewed Eric uh, years ago, uh, an early friend of the show. Um, He was still in TNA because he's been there that long. He's actually been in TNA. God, now that I think about it, if I have the date right, like close to 10 years ago, we interviewed him. (laughs) Yeah, probably actually uh, it's well into at least maybe our second or third year maybe we talked to him <laughs> so we should give him a call <laughs> we might we have his maybe his number is still the same maybe if his number is still the years. same i might have it somewhere and be like hey eric wrestling mayhem show i know it's been a while Before he signs to the big company i i know i know um, no you have you yeah yeah you're kidding me you absolutely remember us uh but no him and bobby Roode. um um, uh, leaving the company, uh, it was, gave their notice to their last parts of the recordings, uh, the tapings this past week, of course. So you'll still see them for like a month, I guess, uh, on the shows. But they'll probably also be on NXT at the same time because that's how it goes. Um, this is significant because they're like these two guys, I think, collectively are the sting of the company. Mm-hmm. I guess you could have said and AJ they, Styles and- was the sting of the company originally, but but these are. I mean, these were these guys were there for the long haul, and I don't think it ever left at any point during their their tenure there with TNA. And I don't want this to be another death knell of TNA. I kind of more want to think about 
what can we do with Bobby Roode and and Eric Young at this point? Eric Young, you know, as a lot of the articles saying, has been an absolute chameleon over the years, playing every role possible in the con- in the company. Uh, tuning back in the TNA a couple months ago and seeing he was this like madman right now um, was pretty fantastic too. Um, you know, I, I, the guy is super talented, and it'd be amazing to see what he does in another environment in. Any environment I can think of, I think both these guys could flourish in. Um, what do you guys? I, I, um, um, uh, Garza, you're typically the TNA defender here. Um, 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 how are you feeling about this initially? I'm, I'm actually okay with this. Uh, I think they're, they've both been in TNA so long that they have nothing else to do. And I think it's good for them to try something else. And I think it's actually good for TNA to, I mean, Probably aside from James Storm, they were probably some of the ones that were getting more the most money. So, you know, if TNA can save that money and hire like another tag team and an expedition guy and a knockout, hey, by all means, uh, TNA the only way they, they can survive, they can maintain themselves alive on, on comatose is by bringing in uh, younger people who can like give excitement to their divisions. So I'm okay. Uh, I, I, I feel I wish Bobby Roode would go to Ring of Honor in New Japan because there are just so many dream matches that I've been wanting for the last 10 years. Uh, but I think we all kind of know that he's probably NXT bound. Uh, and same with, with Eric Young. Uh, I, I feel for Eric Young because he's probably going to become the, the Santino Morella of, of <laughs> NXT and eventually WWE. And it kind of sucks because he's the guy that I always love when he becomes really serious. So, but I mean, I, mean, it's a, I think it's it's one of those uh, news where I just try to see the positive, and you know, it can help both sides. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree, and I definitely agree with the aspect of like the fact that I hope that they kind of do find their stuff <laughs> kind of elsewhere. I think uh, you, you said Ring of Honor. I think the New J- uh, New Japan would be great fits for either of them. Um, people, I think, are automatically defaulting to them going to WWE. Uh, and I think we've seen with James Storm that that's not always guaranteed. He was there for a cup of coffee, and then he kind of left. And I don't know if he was, like, the test to kind of see if, like, TNA guys would kind of work there. I think they – I mean, people pop for him because they were in Florida, and, you know, Florida – the NXT crowd and TNA crowd are still very similar, like as far as ge- geographically wise. Um, but I don't know if they have long-term staying power in, in NXT or WWE necessarily. They are guys who I, I really always liked in TNA. However, I always had that background fear of like, I don't really like a lot of wrestling in TNA. Um, so I don't know if they're like good for, t- good for TNA, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're seeing an influx of, of, you know, international and, and independent talents in NXT right now that are performing at a level to where you kind of have to perform to that level in order to be considered anything. We're kind of seeing that with guys like Elias Sampson right now, who is a solid wrestler, but isn't to the level of, like, the, the independent names that they bring in, like, that they, that they kind of advertise and bill as, like, top stars. Um, and I feel like Bobby Roode and Eric Young could fall into that. 
Um, I, I, I hope the best for them, obviously. Um, but I don't think anything's necessarily guaranteed for them when it comes to WWE. You know, when you mentioned that, I, I, I just wanted to say really quick, uh, um, they're kind of, those guys are kind of old right now. I think Bobby Roode is like around 39. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't think they would like uh, just drop TNA not knowing uh, there's something else that they can do right now. So I think yeah. there's only talks. Garza, you and I were like, are like this right now. We are we are combined <laughs> because I just pulled it up. Bobby Roode is 39. Uh, Eric Young is 36. So yeah. they have they have they still have some tread on their tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to see with those ages, you got to sit there and think, what do they have to offer WWE that exactly. WWE would want them? So. Yeah. I mean, a, I would the problem. Say, yeah, I would say like, yeah, like guys like AJ Styles are around that age. However, AJ Styles was brought in and then immediately brought up to the main roster as a main as a big deal. If they're going to have these guys go through NXT, which I would think they would have to, I don't know why you would just bring up Bobby Roode and Eric Young as like guys. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, particularly when at least you could mention like like. You can mention that AJ Styles did this stuff in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he was a top independent name, so to speak, and was like kind of the face of the Indies. They cannot mention that that that. I was going to mention TNA. I was going to say if we're going off the Edge and Christian show, they're not going to they're not going to mention TNA like they aren't. Um, uh, I I just find I don't know. I think they're kind of in a place. I think a company like New Japan Pro Wrestling that has been known for taking talents that kind of didn't make it in like a mainstream sort of level in the U.S. and making them stars in Japan, I think they would find it a really good place for them, particularly. Um, or or another topic, I would love to see them in Lucha. You know, I, I think particularly someone like an Eric Young, who's so great at character work, so I think he could fit perfectly well in Lucha. Um, but yeah, also, uh, complete side note that, to this whole story, uh, I'm sorry, James Storm. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to re- I'm gonna come back to reform this tag team, and then my tag team partner leaves where I left. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. was kind of weird that that happened. It was like, probably his fault. Yeah, I mean, he because he's now getting like more money than he was getting in NXT. So obviously, guys like Eric Young and Bobby Roode are gonna be like, "Well, maybe we can get that money too." But oh, guess what? We don't have enough money, so too bad. Yeah. Yeah, and the sad thing is, like, I agree with you guys on, I'd love to see them in New Japan or even Lucha, but strange enough, and I could see it easier that they'd probably end up in Global Force because of yeah. Jeff. Then it's yeah. a lateral move. Yeah, it is, it, yeah. it's not a step yeah. forward. Yeah. Why, why leave TNA to go to TNA? Uh, uh, yeah, well, not TNA without TV. But an, yeah, an, yes. an, an even less guaranteed TNA. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, they're hunting money, and like, that's a smart thing for them because they're all, like we say, like, they don't have many years left in the yeah. gas. So they need to secure the, the best job that they can at this point. That's why I think that they didn't leave TNA without already knowing that there's a like, in the door for, for NXT. I mean, NXT already has AJ and. Southern Joe and Austin Harris, and they all vouch for Bobby Roode and Eric Young, I'm pretty sure. 
especially Bobby Roode. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, Roode's going to have a, honestly, a better chance in NXT or the main roster because he has that look and that style that maybe WWE could handle. He has an it factor. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, That's what it says on, on the time charm. I I kind of want to step to the guards' earlier point. Like I kind of want to see that Ring of Honor New Japan thing because I I I no I I think AJ I think AJ would completely be an NXT candidate if he went directly from TNA. I think mm-hmm. I think it's the New Japan relationship that got him over with WWE mm-hmm. and over to WWE because obviously. They're really kind of. It feels like they're raiding New Japan a little bit, doesn't it? Like, like yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. they're really kind of just scraping their top guys out of there for NXT. <laughs> and there's point. allegedly more to come, possibly. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, and and I don't know. Like, I I don't feel like I don't feel like New Japan. I feel like there's, there's definitely enough talent in New Japan. I don't think they're in trouble, for instance. And and I think New Japan is getting something out of this in the long run. I don't know what that is just yet, but there's definitely a relationship just really directly there. Um, so it's not like, you know, maybe better than the ECW, you know, relationship, for instance, but it's a bigger company in general. Um, Plus, WWE now has their own, um, their own kind of feeder system for NXT, mm-hmm. which is Evolve. <laughs> right. With, with their... <laughs> With their cruiserweight uh, title tournament or you, cruiserweight tournament thing, there's they're going to start yeah. at Evolve. So, do you think here's okay? So, so we do have they're, they're going to have. So they didn't say. Oh, they said some qualifying matches there, right? Yeah, just the qualifiers yeah. are at Evolve. Could it, could it be interesting if they also announced maybe eventually? Uh, speaking to my previous point, um, New Japan will also hold some qualifiers. Well, I think because I, I believe. The way they phrased it was that the American qualifiers are involved. There you go. There you go. And don't they have some sort of relationship with one of the companies in Mexico? New Japan or WWE? WWE. WWE. I don't think they do. You don't think they do? They have they have taken some talents from that area though, as of yeah. I mean they'll be going to yeah, they've had tryouts with both Triple A and CMML, but Okay. I don't think there's like an actual relationship. Okay, but they could maybe they could be for this or something. Um, I mean, they're going to bring in guys from Mexico, right? Definitely. Right. Certainly. Certainly. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do there, and I don't think they have an India presence necessarily, other than their touring, um, like like TNA was trying to do over there. So, um, other than when, other than William Regal and then whatever sword. his name. Oh uh, well. Uh, oh oh, there's yeah. that guy. There's that guy. I swear. That's Kali. Yeah, I guess not weight. Wow. No, he's, I'm not. Wow. I hope he, he eats cruiserweights. That, that I hope Riz didn't watch Edge and Christian this week. They were not nice not. to Great Kali. Why are you giving me Great Kali crotch? That's weird. Because, Sorg. <laughs> no, you're just showing, him a, showing us his one bad knee. <laughs> <laughs> Which is both. Yeah. Wow. All right, on that note, hey, I want to give shout-outs to our friends at Slice on Broadway, uh, supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the finest pepperoni pizza, and now also supporting the Pittsburgh Pirates at PNC Park. 
Hey, that's exciting. right. They're not just here in Beachview along the tracks. They're about to get ripped up in a week. They're not also down in Main Street, down in Carnegie, PA. They're also at PNC Park, the home of the Pirates. So you can get a slice down there when you're visiting. Or if you're uh, CM Punk and Cole Cabana coming in town to watch their uh, Cubbies knock us out of the playoffs, uh, they can get some slice on Broadway as well. And I hope they do I the next year. That sort. Huh? You were there. You were there for that. Did you did you encounter a Colt or a CM Punk? While you I did there. not. No, no. They were they were like they had a lot better seats than us. Oh, of course, because they are who they are. <laughs> um, if you ran into Cole Cabana or CM Punk at that game, what would you have said to them? Unblock me, CM Punk. <laughs> hashtag unblock me, CM Punk. Um, hashtag unblock me, uh, Cole Cabana. By the way, Cole Cabana, thank you for unblocking Cole, us. Cole Cabana likes me, so we're we're cool. That's good. Oh, that's good. That's good. He's a he's a swell fellow. Um, Boom, boom. Cool, Cabana. <laughs> you know, sorry, I know we're in commercial, but uh, when his music hit, um, when he came out for IWC and I had it on the headset, and, and I'm like, oh, it's time for the podcast to start. Oh, shit, the match is happening. Um, so I kind of had a weird <laughs> where am I moment, you know. But anyways, had a great match with RJ City, by the way, but we'll get to that in an indie wrestling spot later. Um what are we talking about? Pizza. Slice on Broadway. Pizza. Supporting yes. the show. A guest come in here. They eat the pizza. There's some over there. The Chilla was here for awesome casting. Kept it within arm's length. It was it was it was it was nice. Um so thanks to them. Sliceonbroadway.com, PGH underscore slice or slice on Broadway on the Facebook and the Instagram. Let them know you heard about them on the Wrestling Mayhem show. Let's get back to some wrestling, guys. There's some other things that happened this week. Um We're there. Do you want to talk about <laughs> um this evolve thing? A little bit more. We can. Yeah, is, sure. is, is there much? I mean, I, it's interesting. Like we knew something was happening. There's been appearances. Uh, William Regal went to the recent Evolve, or one of them, because they usually do back to backs. I saw two of them were featured in our uh, around the Indies that uh, mainstream Matt Carlin's does um, over on IndieWrestling.us for us. Um, so uh, he came out and said that, like you said, the, the American. Uh, uh, qualifiers for the World Cruiserweight Championship or uh, what is it, World uh, Tournament? I guess is uh, are, are going to start there. I like this. This right off the bat, this feels like what I used to love about the TNA World Cup, mm-hmm. right? A little bit, maybe. Um, like it feels like they're taking some really good elements of that, and I, I can't wait to see who we see pop up in this thing. You know, um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's they've taken a philosophy that they haven't taken really ever in the WWE, which is let's recognize that there's other places that have wrestling and mm-hmm. and showcase the talents there. Like what you know, they kind of do that did that with ECW, and that was the closest thing ever that they did it to. Um, and it's good to see. It's it's really good to see. There's this interesting spot where they, they, they get to a point where they recognize somebody that does somebody, you know, somebody like an Evolve, like an ECW, that either is, okay, that's the, there's talent there that, you know, that's a direction we want to go or, or take from or whatever the case may be. Like, there's kind of an admittance there. Um, and when, when both of these have happened, you got to think it's at a weak point in, in, in WWE's lifespan, right? Um, yeah. that they were like, okay, this isn't working. What's going on out, out, outside our 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 40-foot walls right. at Stanford, right? 
Um, and 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 I think it's really interesting. And again, I think I think as always, you know, Triple H is kind of the forebearer of this thing as it stands right now, right? Um, well, I think I think there's still underlying, like there's still obviously some underlying stuff of like how they kind of did past business. Like notice when like ever like an ind- a top indie or an internet name, and I'm using huge quotation marks when I say that because I hate saying that. Um, comes in WWE. Usually, the first story they do with them is you haven't done anything until you you made the WWE. Like that's usually the first right. target point. They immediately did it with AJ Styles and a bunch of other guys. With the main, so with the main roster, with the, that, that's a philosophical problem with the main. Yeah, roster. I mean, we're not seeing that in NXT. No. No, and like I talked about last night on the Raw wrap up, like we're taking the best, arguably the best talents out there, and we're making them annoyingly chant each other's name, you know, uh, uh, on Raw. Like, really, that's the best we can do with this. Yet, you know, we're going to get a great match at WrestleMania. I'm not worried about that. Just get me there. Um, so, there's that. I, I and, and and even like NXT respects when you come in. Where you came yeah. from to to more, it's more of an education. It's more of like, well, let's see what you can do here. There is a, is a little bit of um, you haven't made it until you've made it into WWE, but that's more of a comment and a challenge than you are worthless, and we're going to keep telling you you're worthless until until we don't anymore. You know, well, not even I don't even think it's a case of like worthlessness. I think there's like a little bit of that in there, but I think it's more a case of. When you go to NXT, like there's a case of, oh, you have these character traits like Sami Zayn. You're the you're the you know young up and coming good guy who you know just fights hard. Samoa Joe, you're this badass, you know kind of um, uh, kind of guy. Um, Finn Balor, you 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 have this demonic side to you and stuff like that. And then when you're on the main roster, your only character trait is guy who the internet likes. <laughs> Right, right. There's, yeah. there's a different. There's, like, you have to fit in the like archetype. They're, they're very much like this is the one that the internet fans like, like wink, wink. And I, I hate, I don't like it when they do that, but it's whatever. It's like they have a post-it note, like, like it's kind of a, like they have a board, and we're like, oh, he fits under <laughs> this category, and like they have all the roster on a on post-it notes, and we're like, oh, this is, you know, this and 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 uh, Tyler Breeze. We just put him on top of the post-it that says Dolph Ziggler, and we treat him the same way. <laughs> You know, and 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 things like that. Um, without 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 John Cena sticking up for you and wanting to have good matches with you, I guess I guess you can't go too far with those kinds of things. So unless you're yeah. something, unless you're something like, and I, I and Sami Zayn's awesome, but I feel like something like Kevin Owens is such a force of nature that they can't deny him, right? Yeah. Kevin Owens, I think, is the most opportunity to really shake up what how WWE presents these people. I feel right, like kind of a CM Punk, like like not that he's doing a pipe bomb promo, but every time he gets on the mic, he does something interesting and different. And I want to say, you know, I don't want to say captivating necessarily, but you know, does it? You never feel stale. No, he doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. Even when he's doing something that's a stale storyline, as we do, like taking on Ziggler for the ninth time in a row, right? Uh, for, <laughs> twice a week. Um, they when he still... cuts like a, when he cuts like a promo on AJ Styles at that house show uh, where he like thank 
He's like, you know, we're wanting to work AJ in this platform and stuff like that, which you never see a heel do. Like, they always have to be, you know, an asshole. And it's like, it's cool that he's a lot, he's not fitting into that mold that WWE has always set out for its wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure most of the wrestlers that are there are told not to do the things that Kevin Owens is doing in the ring, like yelling at the commentators while they're while wrestling. No, I don't think, I don't think they necessarily tell them not to do that. I think just they don't think to do that. I mean, I mean, I think think it plays, I think it's a little bit of a case of them telling them not to do that. But how many guys, how many guys do what Bubba Ray Dudley does? Like I just, uh, I watched him on SmackDown. I watched him on raw. I love so much that Bubba Ray Dudley, Bubba Ray Dudley, is yelling so much at his opponent and 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 just belittling him in true bully Ray style that it shuts up the commentators. No, I agree. I, I yeah. love when I love when I love when wrestlers like communicate so, during matches like that. Right. Sorry, Riz. I think I was stepping on you. He's turning into bully Ray. Yes, he, he is, and, and I love you it. Can tell, you can tell that because they're giving him straight singles matches. Uh huh. Which is against the you know the Usos, but still, or no, it was our truth. Gold Dust last night. Yeah, he had both of them. Yeah, both yeah. of them. No, our truth. I think it's a case of like when um, uh, I got to listen to the uh, the panel that the Lucha Underground talents did during South by Southwest, and uh, someone brought up like why you know the whole idea of like working for Lucha Underground and stuff like that. Uh, as opposed to like a mainstream wrestling promotion, and Vampiro was very blunt in saying like, when you go to work for WWE, you're there to be their puppet. They pay you to do what they want you to do, as you know, and be, you know, be a product of theirs and be a robot, as opposed to a place like here where you get a bit more creative freedom, and you get and you get to perform and be a be creative in what you do. I think that's why. Kevin Owens and and like early times of like the New Day and stuff like that was so good was because it felt like this is stuff that they were just coming up with and were doing. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And the ones that break the mold in, in in that, right? The the Mavericks, you know. Uh, that, yeah, no that one told no one told Kofi Kingston to be going. I'm not doing this as my character. Country music sucks. Like no one told <laughs> Kofi to say that. Like th- that little stuff. It's like it shows like oh they're actually have hands in this material you know right. what I mean right exactly exactly it's like it's like they always say which uh, made them so much better and the crowd loved them mm-hmm. Garza yeah it's it's like they always say uh, everyone's better when you're not scripted like all of these guys mm-hmm. even if they're really young they grew up watching Dusty Rhodes and watching uh, uh, the Rock and Stone Cold and those type of promos, like they grew up practicing promos. Like they can go out there and do promos without being scripted. Like we've seen Roman Reigns, like when he talks in interviews or when he talks like in the panels, like he's pretty good. Like the same with Cesaro, but when he goes into the like to the scripted material, like they just bomb mm-hmm. because it's not yeah. natural. Exactly. And, like, so that's, I think that's. Oh, that's that's kind of happening right now with the new day. Is that there's some people being like, oh, I'm kind of down on the new day, and I think it's because it's kind of clear that like, oh, WWE's like, okay, go out there, hit this time, the times where you say booty, uh, do the bootios thing, and then and then do the 
W, like that that thing, and just hit those spots. Well, wait, 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 but they've also found the spots. When they were coming out having a country bear jamboree. Right, I mean, it's not necessarily, I I, I don't think it's, it's, okay, it's hard to come up with great material week in and week out, right? So, and they've worked so hard over the last year or so with with their characters. Isn't it great, isn't it great that, that, you know, at a certain point, Stoke Cold can just come out, hit his things. Rock can come out, hit his things, and and wrap them around whatever relevant promo, and not have to do quite as much work. You know, Mike Mick Foley gets to come out and do his cheap pop bit. You know, um, that's that they, they they're to that point. I think forever the New Day guys can come out and do bootios and WWE uh, uh, booty shaking and all that stuff, and that's their thing, and they have the easy pop. I don't think that's a problem, right? Um, they're okay. settling into their characters now because they've been established. Okay. You see where I'm going I mean, with I that? Agree. Yeah. I agree. I could see that. I, I definitely could see that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I think there was a recent Jericho podcast where I heard him talking about the whole idea of, like, once you're over, you're, you're over. You don't have to kind of do all the crazy stuff anymore. Once no. you're over, you're over. No, absolutely not. You, you stuck your you stuck your neck out there, and it paid off. And now, now you got all the merch, and everybody's cheering, and you just need to show up. Uh, hearing Pittsburgh explode just from them starting off with the new day, and 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 hearing Big Biggie on the on the microphone, um, they're there. Like that was that was a freaking Stone Cold pop, and I know it's different. Obviously, Philly was not as interested in the new day. Uh, or anything for that really matter sucks. this week, because Philly. Let's not blame Philly for everything. No, 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 no. I can't no. Blame Philly for everything. Listen, you're in Texas. You don't have hockey. You don't have ice. You don't know how it is. I do have hockey. You don't have ice. <laughs> no, Dallas, you don't. The Dallas Stars are not a hockey team. I don't have sorry. good hockey. But <laughs> you don't. You don't. I know you have hockey, but you don't have hockey. Okay, we're close enough to Canada to say so up here, okay? Um, but anyways, um, but no, we can say Philly sucks and we can move on. Let's get it on to a better topic. Uh, <laughs> we're we're here with guys that know what the fuck they're talking about in pro wrestling. Of course, Antonio Garza, the WrestlingRevolution.com. Of course, uh, uh, Wheels, the sound guy from the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. So he's seen, he's seen his shit. He's seen some shit. Oh yeah, we've got I've our war stories. Everybody here has their war stories. Everybody knows yes. we're. They've seen some shit. Riz, I've seen a mother get power driven the ground before. Riz has seen some shit. <laughs> Riz. Riz has seen some shit at Wheels the Show. Yeah, yes. he's my go-to. He's Thanks, my he's, he's my historian for the International Wrestling Cartel over there. The Riz, and uh, of course, Amon, voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling down there of in Texas. And then there's Eamon, Mr. I got to hang out at South by Southwest. I get to hang out with Johnny Mundo all day. Look at his bedazzled abs. everybody. Woo! I hate Whole Foods, whatever. <laughs> but you can become, you can, you can say a big fuck off the Whole Foods, and you can go pre-peeled oranges bullshit. No, I don't even know. You can say, and you can go over to IndieWrestling.us. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. Guys. Uh, you go to indywrestling.us and you can go read so Main Street right. Matt Carlin's column that we name dropped earlier uh, around the indies. Of course, the great uh, indie mayhem show is featured over there as well. Uh, new up there, uh, you can I I think it still says pre-order. I didn't change it yet, but the DVDs just shipped for IWC's 15 and IWC's Proving Ground Five. Uh, um, RWA's Fury 2016 uh, shipping soonish. 
Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming through. Uh, and, of course, uh, there's actually going to be a giant smattering of Prime Wrestling stuff going up there as well. It's been very busy around here at Sorgatron Media lately. Uh, but go. Please check it out. If, if nothing else, you don't even have to buy anything. Just go read the things. Sign up for the newsletter. You'll get some inside info. What's going on a Wrestling Mayhem show? What's going on in the indies in the area? Uh, good friends, they have releases of Vicious Outcast Wrestling as well. Old school stuff. I mean, geez, look at these DVDs I put up from a few years ago. 2011, uh, Night of the Superstars with uh, Mick Foley and Gail Kim and Tracy Brooks and Carlito. Uh, a lot of great guys there. Uh, Seasons beings from RWA with Shane Douglas from back in uh, uh, December here. Uh, you know, uh, some great stuff. Uh, what was that? Uh, Ray Rowe versus DJ Zima Ion uh, for the uh, then heavyweight championship uh, back in, I think that was also back in 2011 at November Payne. Go check out yes. all that stuff. A lot of great history. A lot of other people that you're watching on TV today came through Pittsburgh, came through Cleveland. Um, you know how much Johnny Gargano footage I've gone through over the last couple of weeks? Holy crap, yeah, guys. Yeah, sorry. No, no. I went to, like, the first resolution, and I think he's got a last man standing match with uh, Gregory Iron on that, and he came oh. out in the flag types, and I fucking popped today when I was working on that. It was great. <laughs> uh, because I know, because he was just, like, random dude with flag types that teamed with Facade when they were the tag team in IWC, but he was actually doing some shit up there. Um, but uh, go check out all that stuff. We're having so much fun with that stuff over indywrestling.us and check out the columns, information, everything. All right, we're going to check out, uh, as usual, we're going to check in with uh, uh, some more Mayhem Origins from the uh, 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 the 10-year party earlier this year at uh, Looking for Group here in Pittsburgh. Uh, but also going to check in some good friends having a great uh, comedy um, cancer benefit. So please check out the information for that. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, uh, uh, go buy a ticket, support the cause, and uh, we'll be right back with, uh, not remember when, uh, with uh, the big yeah. question. And holy crap, we're actually going to do Mayhem Mania again. Here we go, guys. It's Matt Light, Pittsburgh Magazine's 2014 and 2015 winner, best comedian, and cancer survivor. Come check me out Friday, April 8th, for a night of stories, laughter, barjitsu beer pong, and prizes that will be sure to make this a night to remember. I'll be performing with some of the best comedians in the Steel City. Portions of the proceeds benefit the Testicular Cancer Awareness Foundation. Special thank you to our event partners, FN Vodka, Ultra Premium Vodka, Pittsburgh Improv, Pittsburgh's premier comedy club, Sorgatron Media, podcast, video production, and creative media, Pittsburgh Podcast Network, for Pittsburgh by Pittsburgh, River's Edge Radio Network, Pittsburgh's voice for local music. Comedians for Cancer, Friday, April 8th at Dave & Buster's in the Waterfront, the only place to eat, drink, play, watch sports, and laugh all under one roof. Get those tickets, folks. Go to barjitsu.com or showclicks.com and search Comedians for Cancer. Okay, well, uh, when I first got my iPad, I, my iPod, God, back in 08, something like that, maybe maybe a little bit earlier or later than that or earlier, um... I was watching an ESPN show, and I heard them talk about something that they have a podcast. And I'm like, what the hell is a podcast? So I looked up what podcasting was, and I'm like, oh, it's just radio shows that you can download and listen to anytime. I'm like, I bet there's some about wrestling. So I literally just typed wrestling podcast into iTunes. And um, I, there, I downloaded like at least, God, five or six that I just... Like grabbed them and started listening to all the episodes that they have available, and I think the Mayhem show only had three. So I'm like, 
oh, okay, these guys just started. I can I can get in on the ground floor. And I listened to the first episode, and the first thing I heard them talk about was Lita's tits. I'm like, I think I'm going to like this show. I think I'm going to enjoy this show. Because I was at that pay-per-view the night before. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, these, these guys are all current. This is going to be great. And I have not stopped listening since. Hey guys, Wrestling Mayhem Show, we are back. Welcome to the podcast of Too Many Mayhemers, and that's the second half. As usual, the floodgates have been opened as per the commandments of the Mayhem Mania. It's going to get mayhemy here towards the end. Uh, But first, first it's time for the big question with Eamon. What do you got? I got a big question. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I forgot. Shout out to our Patreons that I forgot at the top of the show. Because I don't know how the new interface works. Alex Cars and Mad Mike. Mad Mike joins us on the, on the, on the line. We yeah. have a few new voices. Yeah. I'll try real, to get to them. Real nice, Sorg. Oh. Hey, donate to Patreon, everyone. Sorg will forget you in the intro. This is not really helping. Really, actually, donate to, fa- to, donate to Patreon. It helps the show a lot. <laughs> keep, keep, keep donating so I can hire somebody to keep that straight for me. Um, and, and whack me with this kendo stick over here where's the kendo stick the kabuki stick uh when i miss the patreons they will hit me with this kabuki stick over here are you saying i get a free hit next time i'm in pittsburgh not what i'm saying i'm saying when you have I mean, enough it patreons sounds like that's what you're saying so you have the, if we get to the point where we're getting like a hundred dollars an episode and i miss something then yes you will we will the kabuki stick will be in effect that's that's now a pledge goal is is hundred dollars per episode that. Kabuki stick will be. You don't get anything, and and we don't know what we're doing with the money. But all you know is, I'm getting hit with a stick. Is that worth it? Yes. You guys answered way too quick, even with the lag. <laughs> like I think you, beat, I think you beat the Google Hangout lag. That was weird. This is what happens when I'm alone in my basement with implements of, of violence. Eamon, do you have a big question? <laughs> big question. Um, yeah, I got a big question for this week. So we got some problems in the WWE uh, in particular. Probably in other places too. Um, there are injuries happening literally everywhere. Every like, week. Like sneeze and sneeze and someone's injured. Like it is – it's getting bad, you guys. Uh, uh, we had the thing with Neville – Two weeks ago, Luke Harper's now out injured with like a like literally just plunks the dude in the corner, torn ACL. Like that's <laughs> and I'm not even joking. Like that's how it happened. Um, so we're at the Zack Ryder has WrestleMania match level. Yes, we're at that level, guys. <laughs> it's getting serious. Um, we're at so, the, the Lucha Dragons had to be split up into two matches level. Pretty much. So here's the thing. What? can be done. That's simple. My big question. What can be done to curb the amount of injuries that we seem to be getting this whole year in WWE? What can be done? Uh, I, I, I got something, Naaman. Help us, Mike. Figure, tell us what can be done. We need help. <laughs> well, a couple things. Mad Mike from Poughkeepsie, um, New I, York, by the way, joining us yes. on the line. I, I, I will I will just do one thing because we have a lot of people in here to answer, and I'm sure there will be some overlap. Um, 
I will say better stories. What? You're probably asking, how do better stories help injuries? Well, you see, if you actually write fucking stories, you don't have to rely on your in-ring product as much as you do. Look at the Attitude Era. No, no match went longer than 10 minutes. That's a really good point. None of them. Mm -hmm. None of them. Stone Cold Steve Austin won the Intercontinental Championship at SummerSlam with a broken fucking neck that had to be fused and yet was still on the show every week as the hottest thing, and he didn't wrestle once. He Mm -hmm. did promos. He maybe hit a stunner on Vince. Maybe. But he usually just swung a chair. If you have stories and promos and in-ring segments and vignettes and backstage segments, guess what? You don't have to have AJ Styles and Kevin Owens do an almost 35-minute match at the start of Raw. That's true. Not that that's a bad thing, but you don't have to do it every week. If you have more promos and better stories, you can push feuds without in-ring action. Look at Lucha Underground. I have never seen Matanza Cueto. He is my favorite character on the show. He has physically not been in the temple. That's that's the power of story. That is the power of story. The the closest thing the way he can could have possibly ever gotten injured is if he he, is if he ate a meal too fast. And by meal, I mean person. (laughs) <laughs> um, let me let me for mine just kind of take from that because again I just had WWE Network on today and they were doing the Monday Night Wars um, on uh, on McFoley and they talked about so the, the the famous interview they did with Mankind that kind of turned him face and talked about his his upbringing and everything that led to the Dude Love videos and everything right they mentioned that those vignettes those interviews lasted five weeks on Raw five weeks. Mm-hmm. That's an entire WrestleMania build. Yeah, I it, and I don't think it led to a direct feud or anything that I recall. It was just, hey, here's no, this about did. this character. It sure, did. it absolutely did. Wh- who did that lead to? Uh, the return of Cactus Jack against Triple H. Okay, that led directly to that eventually. But I thought that oh, was oh, you mean the the sit down no, with no, no. Uh, the Jr. Sit, sit down with Jr. to talk about. Oh, okay, no, that didn't that didn't lead to anything specifically no that was just like kind of a character piece actually no it led to the creation of dude love of course of course tv right that's what it did because that's where they initially talked about and um foley came out as the corporate guy and attacked austin right dude love right exactly exactly so but just thinking about that that you know like they did that and that was something consistent versus then we have well and this is not something that leads to injuries but like like doesn't it seem like this r-truth gold dust thing has been so odd and blink if you missed it in the in the mix of things in the long run versus something mm-hmm. like that uh that that, that they, they they paid attention to something like that and so much other stuff that they would have done you know it's like even now i think some of the greatest stuff they've been doing is dean ambrose out on the town you know, has been a yeah, lot like, of fun. Him in Cincinnati I don't was know great. Why they can't book everyone like Brock Lesnar or Dean Ambrose? Right. Exactly. Brock Lesnar does not have to show up on screen for six months. And if you do a promo or an interview with him where he's talking about blood and sweat and urine, everyone's going to be interested in Brock Lesnar. Exactly. Well, I want to get around Bobby here so we can Bob. get everybody in here and yes. not go too long. Bobby, I just heard you say something. Do you have uh, 
Do you have an answer here? Do you have you know, how are we going to solve problems? In I the do, WWE? but I want to take issue with something you said at the beginning of this by letting the floodgates open. That that hurts. So oh, I'm sorry, Bobby F J yeah. Town from Floodtown <laughs> USA and Johnstown PA. Wow. Um, so um, Bobby's very flood intolerant. I think I think they should not necessarily have an off season, but at least start rotating guys out. Like right. have have guys have an allotted time off. Like you get a three month break, you get a three month break, you get you know, and it'll keep things fresher. I think too, with with certain certain people. Just an idea. I, I, I'm with that. I want. I, I'm with the rotation idea. Uh, I've been. I've yeah, been liking that idea for idea. a while. Mm-hmm. I think. I mm-hmm. think. I think it should be like almost become a corporate HR policy that you get like two months off in the year, at least. Well, it, it's like uh, that interview with the Miz where he was like, "I kind of hope I get injured or a movie because you get time off and you get that big pop when you come back." Exactly, and you can retool mm-hmm. in the off season, right? Instead of being mm-hmm. in part of the grind, it's just something about that. It's like it's like um, I mean, I'm sure you guys have been this where you've been at a job for so long, and just getting a different job is a big refresher for you, right? I, I think that happens here too because there's no plus, other job to get at this point. Plus, you can write somebody off TV easily, right? Exactly, just like they do on TV. But but with that, but with that, I'm sorry to interrupt. But with that, you have to have a plan B, like in place that quick. You can't, you can't, like, like well, you can't planned. just have a freak injury happen, like, like well, you can a plan for Harper. It. Right. What was that? You can plan for the person to be out. Like, you're going to say, well, you won't have this guy for the next three months because he's going to take a break. Okay, the plan, yeah. I, I like that idea. I like the plan being, you know, just get them out, make them happy, get them the three, like, th- three months seems like, a long time now. Mm-hmm. Maybe two a month. Two, two and two, two and a half. I was just thinking like but, I was thinking like a summer break. Yeah, right. <laughs> On those right. nights, exactly. so, so, kind of like a school break, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so Riz, Riz, do you have an answer to the big question? So the the big question. Uh, can I get a repeat of the big question? Oh, what can you do? What can we do to keep these injuries from happening in WWE? In in the and you can't, you can't hide the injuries. Mm-hmm. You can't say that you have an injury anymore. You don't have an injury anymore because everybody can see it. Everybody can tweet about it. Everybody can Facebook it. You're not going to have anybody doing anything. You can't say you don't have an injury to, to have an injury, but you can't, you, you just can't, you can't prevent injuries like this you can't prevent john cena's nose busted open you can't predict sin Cara's finger or hand breaking off into five places you can't predict luke harper breaking a leg you can't predict sid's ankle snapping in two you can't predict any ah. of that what it is it ah <laughs> yeah i don't know i, I think you can predict sick car getting injured though that's a good that's usual. Well, original it's, it's usually about every three and a half months. The oh, original Riz, as, as sort of a side question to that to that question and response. So, do you do you feel that there uh, is a core is anything that is correlating to the amount of injuries we have been seeing recently? 
Do you think, or do you think it's just a case of it's, chance or something? Honestly, it, it's the high the high risk that is increasing in WWE. Mm-hmm. Like before, mm-hmm. we have little to no over the top rope action. We didn't have anybody doing planchas over the top rope or anything like that. We had matches in the ring which featured submission specialists. We, uh, the only injury I remember, like well, probably not even an injury, but the, uh, the, the like there wasn't really any major injuries like we're having now because many of the people in the Attitude Era kept on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like like now we see people having like all these moves up in the air doing flips and shit. To be and, fair, Mark. and we it, it's it's nice to see that. I I love seeing that. But to say that it's not like those those high risk moves aren't high risk is 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 just blurting out nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of blame the fans though for that because look how. That one match last night, and yes, it was Philadelphia, and but did you notice? I mean, it was a typical on the ground match, and they were sitting Nobody there going, cared. "This yeah. is boring." Mm-hmm. And I Nobody blame cared. the fans and, for that. They don't care this, really about the wrestlers; they want to see, like you said, their high spots. And this is what happens with stuff like I'm going to bring up football, uh, like football and 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 basketball. They don't want to see. People take three-point shots all the time. They want to see that dunk. They want to see that big hit. They want to see that amazing catch. But with that risk, or with that reward, comes the risk of having injuries like this. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's going to put on a good show, but you're taking a whole bunch of risks doing that. Like, what if somebody lands on their head and breaks their neck? Yeah. Like, they're vet, like, like, uh, Tyson Kidd right now is has staples in his neck probably still from from a muscle buster that he took. So you can't you can't really do anything to prevent it, but it's it's you're you're going to lose viewers if you stop doing that. Right, exactly. You can't really like blame the style of wrestling because we see that style of wrestling guy. Like Ring of Honor in, in Japan and Mexico and everywhere, and people are not getting injured at the rate that they're getting injured in WWE. They're doing it a whole lot more in WWE, though. You got the house, shows, you got SmackDown, right. you got Raw, you got the paper grinds. You, you yeah, work I mean, a whole schedule. That's the thing. Like, like you with work that, over 290 days a year, right? Yeah. You can cut that down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, yeah. I want to make sure we, we honestly, go. Honestly, I agree with honestly what Mike said. If you, and it happens even on the indies. Sorg, you've seen it. Eamon, you've seen it. Yeah. If you tell a good story, you don't need your little high flying acts and everything. You get more of a story that that crowd's into. They're not worried about Jimmy, Joey, and Pete flying out the ring onto each other. Yeah, and and I think that's the. Mo- I, I'd argue with like the the stuff with like last night with the this is boring champs aren't really because like they weren't doing like giant high spots or like moonsaults or anything like that. I think mm-hmm. it was more from a fact that it was a boring story because we've seen like Dean Ambrose and Braun Strowman is not a compelling story really. I yeah. think more than them not 
doing classy wrestling moves. Yeah, I think it was a little yeah, bit. It was a little bit like it was the main event, and we're like, "This is it, really? Like, like this is what we're doing?" Yeah. So, oh, all right. Uh, who hasn't gone yet? Uh, Garza, did you officially give an answer? No, 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 I haven't. Uh, since we already talked about like the wrestling style and stuff, I think we also need to look uh, at the training style. I think uh, something that was going around at the start of the year when Cena and Orton and Sami Zayn was being injured, Cesaro being injured, all of the shoulder, uh, they were blaming a lot of the style of, of training. They're they're doing like Olympic lifting, and you're you're doing all you're putting all that pressure on your body and then going in and doing all the wrestling. So it's there, there's something in there, you know that. They need to have like smarter training, uh, because I mean, you, you do have a performance center where you should have like professional people tell you if you're doing something correct or wrong. So I think they need to look also into that, like the training. Right, right. Uh, Matt Carlins is with us as well. He's he's uh, he's madly preparing, of course, for Mayhem Mania tonight. Uh, but uh, do you have the uh, big question? Oh no, there's something in a bowl. Yeah, um, I love the idea of um, less house shows, uh, less dives um, to the outside. How about no more dark matches? I think we've reached the point where the dark match is a useless contraption to put at the end of your three-and-a-half-damn-hour wrestling taping on a Monday night. If, if, if you're a six-man tag, is that awesome? Put it on TV. If not, don't do it. No well, more dark matches. You know what you could do? Guess what? What they used to do, a dark segment. Hmm? A dark in-ring segment. I, uh, right, I was, it would just be what, like well, the Austin uh, would yes, drink beers for 20 minutes. Yeah, the Austin the yeah. rock sing along, something. Dean Ambrose oh, saws exactly. things in half with Terry Funk's chainsaw for twenty minutes. It'd be great fun. It'd be like a Gallagher <laughs> show. Exactly. But you don't know how many episodes of Raw that I uh, watch when I log stuff at WWE that just ended with Steve Austin proposing to Lillian Garcia. I'm not joking. I'm literally not joking. Like I saw at least five or six Raws in a row where he would just end up proposing marriage to Lillian Garcia. Mm-hmm. You can have, you can bring in JBL and have him do a Texas two-step for fuck's sake. There you, go. you can do whatever you want at the end of the show, but no, you choose to do a bullshit eight man tag, six man tag, 10 man tag, whatever. Just another chance for your talent to get injured yeah. instead of, Maybe do something to push their characters. Right, right. Or, or just, or, or, no, doing or just have fun and give give the audience something to go with. The, the best thing, the, the After Raw DVD. Like, the best stuff wasn't matches they had. It was the goofy stuff. Or Stone Cold having a 20-minute a, a, a beer, you know, party, you know, for, for no reason. Um, like that, the, Beer that, parties are my favorite parties. Like, like some of the greatest stuff about wrestling doesn't involve wrestling, and that's what you can end the night on, you know? Or, or you know, John Cena coming out and, and you know, getting personal with Pittsburgh over something or, or, or something, you know? Or, or, or you know, the Kane Spinner Rooney segments or, or, you know, weird stuff that they won't do in the context of, let's say, canon on Raw, right? But you can do. And, 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 and I think it's more important as, as a fan... Going to Raw and saying, "Oh man, I remember this one time when when 
they talked Kanan into doing the spin rooney and it was crazy. You'd never see that on TV. And, and more than I can't tell you something memorable from any dark match that I've seen since I've been going. You know, that, oh, that, that, oh, that one guy hit his finisher. Cool. Yeah. Like, like, like oh, I got a street fight. Oh, the faces went over. Wow, that, that was, was weird. Awesome. They, 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 yeah, they did a match to a half-empty arena because I don't know if it's like this for you guys, but everybody leaves to beat the traffic. You know, during the match when John Cena comes out, right? Um, so, anyways, anybody else have an answer to the question? We do have to get on to the Mayhem Mania here. Bueller? Did everybody go? Everybody? Everybody? I think, I think we did. Everybody chimed in. All right. Here we go. It's time. Here we are. It's time. Jesus, take the wheel. Carlin's take the wheel. Carlin's take the wheel. Carlin's take the um, wheel. This is driving off the cliff. This is the final round of Mayhem Mania. We filled up our supercard last week during Patreon in the bank. So we're working on the undercard. These eight matches we'll make changes to. Then we'll have a vote on the Facebook page, the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page, and we will vote one of eight ma- one of the eight matches to be in the pre-show of Mayhem Mania. What an honor! <laughs> and the rest of these losers go into the battle royal. And um, we're going to go seven deep. Um, I want to tell you guys all that the um, first of all, um, there was a big bushel of eliminators um, last week because a bunch of matches graduated. Um, so I just want to mention of those who are in attendance, Bobby, you have two eliminators. Um, Garza, you have one. And uh, Sorg, I thought you had one too, right? I, Sorg, I, I, I think I still have one. Sorg is one that he hasn't used. Sorg has one that he hasn't used. So you guys think about whether or not you want to eliminate anybody while I tell you the rest of uh, the stuff that's going to go on. Uh, the Alex Cars. Who, who has been eliminated so far? Ken Anderson. Only one man. Doug Anderson? <laughs> Mr. Anderson. I, like I thought you were setting us up to do I was just Mr. making Anderson. sure. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Can we, use, huh? can we use an eliminator at any point tonight? You can use it at any point, but you can't eliminate someone who's on the card. Who's on the card? Once they go off the card, words leave Mad Mike's lips. It's too late for you to say, oh, wait, God, no, I wanted to eliminate David Arquette. It's too damn late. Okay, once they go off the card, you can. Yeah, once they're off the card, then you can. Um, The Alex Cars rules is in effect from last week. Unfortunately, um, it applies to cars and it applies to Ed, and neither of them are here. So neither of them get to go in last. But... I contact. Are you stop laughing? I'm trying to tell everybody what's going on. Um, I'm not laughing. So Matt. the Alex Cora's rules continue. is in effect, but they aren't here to go last. But they can't take advantage of handing out the punishment. So I asked Cars and Ed who they wanted to be punished this week. Alex Cars wants to punish Eamon. Ed oh, wants to punish Mad Mike. <laughs> so good news, boys. The punishment this week is the jar of the unloved. There's about. Uh, 13 or 14 guys on the WWE main roster whose names have yet to be uttered during Mayhem Mania this year. They're in this jar. So when it comes to your turn, I will draw a name, and you will be forced to use one of those losers. Now, (laughs) Wheels, you're up first. Riz is on deck. And I will recap the eight matches on the undercard while Riz or Wheels thinks about what's he going to do. All right. Darren Young versus Michael Tarver. Alberto Del Rio versus Austin Aries. I believe this is a kennel from hell match. Eva Marie versus Lana. Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. El Torito versus Hornswoggle. Ladder match for the Divas title. Paige versus Asuka versus Charlotte versus Bailey. 
Chris Jericho versus Dolph Ziggler, and of course, Snooki, David Arquette, and Kevin Federline versus Ronda Rousey, Stephen Amell, and Carl Malone. Oh, man. The best match ever. Let's ask Garza if it's the best match ever. Garza. It's the best Photoshop Garza, the, ever. The match graphic, I have to say. I think it's I think it's some of your finest. I gotta say the match I mean, graphic. I mean it's no Luke Harper in a suit. It's no Luke Harper in a suit. Honestly, the only better match graphic you have done for Mayhem Mania is when you had to put Hornswoggle in the match. And it was just the top <laughs> of his head. Ooh. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Hmm. Mr. Wheels. Oh, Wheels, who's your favorite wrestler? I'm going to try to help you. Well, my favorite wrestler. Now, I'm looking at a match right now, and I have a question for it. All right. The Titus O'Neil thing is that affected since nope. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Everyone comes in their current uh, emotional, physical, contractual, and suspendable conditions. So yes, Titus O'Neil is suspended. So I'm sorry. He can't play. Okay. Just was making sure of that. Good question. Ah, thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to add a person into the kennel from hell match with Tarver and Darren Young. Oh, God. I don't think that's... The, the, this is actually Del Rio versus Aries is the kennel from hell, but please, feel oh, free. Go, oh, go oh. in alone on Darren Young and the Michael Carter match. This yeah, I'm going to add to that. Any, so I'm going to make it Darren Young versus Michael Tarver versus R-Truth. <laughs> Very nice. Battle of the Brothers. <laughs> was was that me. someone that was in the unloved bin, Matt? Uh, we'll see. If I draw the name, then you'll know. Okay. <laughs> so I made it easy for you there, Garza. So yeah, that's an easy one. <clears throat> yeah. So there you go. I'm just very nice. Riz, you're up. Sorgatron, you're on deck. Oh no. <laughs> um, I'm I'm looking at this uh, this awesome celebrity match. <laughs> you thinking what I'm thinking? Adding to it, right? Adding to it, I'm I'm gonna take out Ronda Rousey because she can fight. Ooh. Just Ronda, just Ronda. Guess what? <laughs> I love it. Guess what? It's time to use one of my eliminators. She's gone. Oh, oh. oh. I mean, that is a waste. That I is a waste, Bobby. Hey, hey I still haven't. UFC. That is a waste. Six other celebrities, Bobby, and you use it on Ronda Rousey, the one who can actually work. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, and, Bruce, uh, go on. She's gone. She's gone. I think you have one. Add to this celebrity six-man tag match. Come on, Mario Minos. I am adding <laughs> Betty White. Betty Todd White. Chrisley. <laughs> oh, Chrisley. no! I like it. Thank you. Thank you. We are spelling up Chrisley on blast. Oh. <laughs> now, are you? Wait, hold on, Matt. Matt, can we have an official ruling? Hey, no, 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 no. no I'm alone. No, is I have on a question. This. I have Riz. Let, let, let me question. tell you something. Let me tell you something to my Natty celebrity. and Todd Chrisley are the same person. <laughs> Natty is already booked. Oh <laughs> no! 
It was a question. I'm just looking for clarification. Chris and Natty are the same person. Hey, guys, uh, I don't know if you know this. Commercials aren't real. Yeah. So fuck you, Todd Chrisley. neither is wrestling. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's go uh, now. Turn your up guards that you're on deck. I'm going to make it easy. Can you add blue pants to the uh, Eva Marie uh, and Lana so, match? The spank bait match? Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Sorry, sorry. That's the uh, Becky Sasha match. I was going to say, that's wow. the Hornswoggle match. Because it's sponsored by Sunny Side Up. Can I add a, uh, a sponsor? Is that can I can I put that out there? Is that you, no? You add sponsor. No, you just you, add no. your chance. Oh, it's, you a, it's add a, a sponsor. Thing. You should have pointed Damn. up on Patreon last week. I really Why felt. <laughs> I don't think I could Patreon my own. Okay. Um. Uh. Like I said, could no. I no. That wouldn't work. And reaching for this. Oh, thanks. Oh, good. You know what, Matt? Matt, as a Patreon, I say source aloud. Sorg, who do you want to sponsor this saying, uh, I, I was cosplay say match that. between Eva Marie and Lana? I think it would Lopez. only make sense that it would be sponsored by St- Silk Stockings on USA. <laughs> what? I don't know. Brand old school. Everything gets a reboot. no idea what you're talking about. That. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Amen, Amen. Just look at Ronda Shears up all night and just go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Go. I'm good. Go Goffrey. <laughs> like, like. Nobody wants to go down that hole. At least, at least we, we don't have to do 94. that. We don't uh, have to do that. Uh, Garza, you're up. Mad Mike, you're on deck. Okay, so well, I'm, I'm looking at the roster right now to see who's left. Uh, I'm going to destroy that Torito horsewallow match. Okay. With fire. And just uh, randomly going to add, let's see. Can I use my – hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to use my eliminator on Torito. <laughs> Torito? Yes. Okay. I just I like no. I'm I'm done. I'm done with it. You're doing the good Lord's work, right? I'm I did that's that's that this is the makeup for my accidental slight against Garza. I just want to get rid of bad Mexican stereotypes. Uh, <laughs> and he's gone. He's gone. Who feels better? I feel better. I, I feel better. better. That's my make good. I hope we're even now, Garza. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So so let's replace it. Uh, but a four-way. Uh, I have Alex Riley. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I have uh, Damien Sandow. I have Fandango. And Wade Barrett. Those are four pictures that I want to use. <laughs> oh, that's probably, <laughs> that's probably most of that. That's probably oh, Wade Barrett is hurt. No, 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 no. Wade Barrett is not hurt. No. Wade Barrett is always hurt but continues to work. Therefore, he can stand on the apron and do what he always does. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. And then, boom! So many match, so... It's true. Um, right. Where are we? Oh, it's time for Mad Mike. Uh, yeah, it's time for Mad Mike. Bobby, you're on deck. Mad Mike, if I happen to draw someone who's in Garza's four-way match, we will draw another name. Sounds good. Oh, I wanted to tell you, too, there are also a couple tag teams in here. Please, Let's Jack see Swagger. the jar of Jack the un- Please, Please, Jack, Jack Swagger. Please, Jack Swagger. Let's see. Oh, hell yeah. You got Eric Rowan. Good job, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> you got the last healthy Wyatt. Good job. Here we All go. All right. <laughs> All right. Eric Rowan. Wait, wait, wait. One sec. One sec. What, what did they call Owen Hart when Brett left? Like the last heart or something? Um, Nugget, the black, black heart, the black heart, right? So he's like, 
No, no, that doesn't. Black no, Wyatt. no, do not say he's the Black Wyatt. That You're doesn't. Right. Well, he's the black, he can't be the Black Sheep either. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah that's, There's that's got to be something. There's got to be a last man standing Wyatt something phrase we can use there for him. I'm sorry, Mike, go ahead. Oh, okay, so I have to add Eric Rowan. Um, <laughs> fuck. That you got is... this six man uh, celebrity match. I hope he doesn't get hurt next there. week. <laughs> Oh, no, no, that's perfect the way it is. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, Shut your mouth. That is perfect. I know, I, I that, know is, that is perfect. I know exactly <laughs> where I would in Eric Rowan, and I hope Mike's feeling the same way. <laughs> mm, I, I'm really... I'm, uh, no, I'm curious. No. I, Me too. I kind of want to know Eamon's idea, because I have no fucking idea what to do. Please go help in the studio audience. All right, you know what? Uh, hmm. Eric, ooh, Eric Rowan. <laughs> oh, I knew which one you were picking, Amy. <laughs> Damn it, because I had an idea, and I was hoping I'd get Jack, Jack Swagger for this. But uh, you know what? All right, fuck it. You're... Just use Jack Swagger, too. You don't oh, wait, anybody. Is, is Braun Strowman injured? injured? No. 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 Okay, here's what we are doing. That, oh. um... <laughs> that, uh... Battle of the Brothers? That's gone. Oh, my. That's gone. Wait, which, which Battle of the, the Brothers? The, the, uh, the, yeah, the Darren Young, Young versus Michael Tarver. Fuck that. Oh, that, God. That's racist. Fuck that. Michael Tarver <laughs> is not being a part of this vote. Damn. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thanks, right. Thank you. Um, what we are going to do... Matt Carlins is we are going to have the Wyatt family versus Team Canada. Bobby and Bobby Roode and Eric Young versus Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman. No PD Williams? Is he retired? <laughs> no, no PD Williams. I think he's retired. There is, no, there is not a third Wyatt member to pair him with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I say yes. Why wouldn't we? It looks fine to I me. I like it. I actually like it. Objections? Good. Okay. Um, where are we now? Bobby, you're up. Eamon, you're on deck oh, with the jar of the unloved. I don't know what to do. Oh, Bobby, you got so many choices. Just Bobby, who's, Bobby, who's your favorite wrestler? That's <laughs> a different podcast. That's a, um, a simple question. Uh, it's not trademarked. Mike took out the match. What? Mike took out the match I was going to take out. Take out his match. I don't know. You know it's not like he can come back and hurt you. There's no, there's no tomorrow. Punishments anymore, huh? There's no more punishment. There there you whatever you want. Take off the, the the abomination of that celebrity match. Okay, Bobby. Uh, you know what? I am. Wait, I am going to. I hope you and walk. Since I'm at it, I'm going to use my other eliminator on David Arquette. <laughs> I got to use my eliminator. There's only one person left, like in all of the <laughs> Did I hear Stephen Amell? Stephen Amell? No, uh, David, yeah, David Arquette. Eamon, Eamon, you should book every but, other celebrity. Oh, just yeah, to use your, you use your eliminator too. <laughs> I'm jumping in. Oh, God, I got somebody. Okay. I, I Garza eliminated Stephen Amell, and Bobby okay. just eliminated David Arquette. Um, Blinked out of existence. With killing that match, I'm going to create a match. What's causing all this? The Undertaker's not on the card yet, correct? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Undertaker's last WrestleMania. The Undertaker versus Baron Corbin in a dude wears my bike match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a father versus son match, if you yeah, are. 
Older Wolf. That's what we're going with there. Oh, man. I love it. Good work, Bobby. Good work, Bobby. We, we've gone yeah, from the first no, week. No, not good work, Bobby. We've gone from the first week, <laughs> Undertaker versus Samoa Joe, sponsored by Lucha Underground, to Undertaker versus Baron Corbin, sponsored by <laughs> Harley Davidson. Yeah. My, sponsored by Chris Lee Knows Best. Duh. <laughs> All right. Sorry, that was the celebrity uh, match that we made, got rid of. You made Chris Lee the special guest referee. Yes. <laughs> no. Not cool, your pies. All right. Let's see. <laughs> All right, Eamon, let's see what Lucky Bastard Bobby, you're doing. You were oh, right about that, right? Oh, the, the, the cruelest slight of all. You got Jack Swagger. Ah, Damn it, I want Jack Swagger! <laughs> I duh! Eamon's nodding. Eamon, I can work with Eamon, this. Eamon. I can work with this. Eamon? I don't know what to do. Replace the Wyatts with Swagger and Angle. <laughs> no, fuck no. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea! Let's I do know! It. <laughs> Damn it! I was the... Compromise. Compromise. Irrational dislike for Angle. Let's team up Henry and Swagger to defend America. No, the total no. failures that they are. Let him go. Let him go. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Let's see. What match would I take off? Uh, I don't want to piss anyone off. Uh, a- Amen. Why? You don't if want to piss anybody we, off. We are I, so close to an undercard that's better than the supercard right if now. I, if I I just need off, one more good match. How about this? If I take off Del Rio and Aries, no one's going to be mad, right? No, but you will be booking a new kennel from Hell match. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't get rid of that. Patreon paying for that. Uh, uh, Jack Swagger like dogs. I have a feeling Swagger can make it work. Um... Who made the Alice Riley one again? I did. Do you, care, do you care if I take that match off? That's uh, a sport for me. I guess not. The match I made is going to be much easier. Eamon chooses the last move to start being civil to someone. You, you son of a bitch. You're taking Wade Barrett off this card? This is last one's from Mania. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. He can, that, that match can go. Um, also, because Alex Riley has shitty things to say about stuff on Twitter and I'm not happy. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jack Swagger one-on-one with Chad Gable. Ooh. Chad Gable's already on the card. Chad Gable is already booked. Oh, fuck. He's he is. That's why I said angle. No. Right there. Fuck. Um, <laughs> there must be some other amateur wrestler we can put in this match. Must love dogs. Yeah. You know what? Fine. The Jack Swagger versus Wade Barrett, so I'll make Matt happy. Yeah, you, can, no, you, can, no, you cannot take you can't do that. Who's a guy that you're taking away? Oh, my God. I hate you. Eamon. I'm in a pickle. You know what to do, Eamon. <laughs> this, this, this game has so little rules, yet so many Eamon. rules. Eamon, <laughs> if you're feeling desperate, I can always draw another name. I Book BB-8. Wait, you can draw another. You can Wait, draw another. what the fuck? I wanted Swagger and I couldn't draw another name. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm telling you that if you can't think of a good opponent for Swagger, I will just draw a name for you. Yeah, and we'll I couldn't think of a up. good opponent for Rowan. That's bullshit. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, he has to use Swagger. Yeah, All right, you got a good point. I mean, you're stuck with it. I'm not helping you get yourself out of this mess. Fucking hell. Find somebody to fight Swagger. <laughs> Do it. Who can you just add Swagger to the Eve Marie and Lana and Blue Pants match? No, uh, Matt. <laughs> Matt, 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 Matt who's your favorite? Who's your favorite female wrestler? <laughs> Matt, Matt, <laughs> just pull out some of the more names so I can think of people to play against Swagger. Like I'll, 
I'll put him against somebody else in the bowl. Like, I How about Shane McMahon? I'm going to start reading you NXT names here if you don't start to. That's fine. Great yeah. oh, Update to the latest version. Oh, I'm sorry. My WWF isn't working anymore. I'm sorry. You're stuck, buddy. You have fine. to come up with something on your own. Okay, fine. I Since since you're not going to draw more names for me to see, uh, I'll, I'll say Jack Swagger. Like, okay, I'll go with Tony. It's Jack Swagger and Tommaso Ciampa. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. All right. I'm not passionate about it, but I'm, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah, final answer. ended with a whimper and a whine. He did whimper and whine. Hey, that's what punishment's all about. But you know what, Eamon? Don't be sad. You dominated this uh, Mayhem Mania this year. You were running this thing for a good three or four weeks. And basically, once you uh, took all your moves and, and sat off for a little bit, this card went to hell. But anyway, here's the undercard. And uh, we'll have a poll on... Uh, Wrestling Mayhem Joe Facebook group, and one of these matches will get to be on the pre-show, and the rest of these fools will be in the Battle Royal. So the matches are uh, Bobby Roode and Eric Young versus Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman, uh, Alberto Del Rio versus Austin Aries, Eva Marie versus Lana versus Blue Pants, Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch, Jack Swagger versus Tommaso Ciampa, Paige versus Oscar versus Charlotte versus Bailey, Chris Jericho versus Dolph Ziggler, and The Undertaker versus Baron Corbin. A great match. A great match. It is a great match. Is it? It's going to be fantastic. I mean, it's going to be the best match. I mean, that celebrity match was pretty good, so too, good. but fucking I'm, no. I'm Bobby surprised. Had to ruin it. I'm surprised that celebrity match lasted as long as it did. Carson, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Chrisley, Chrisley made that match the best match on that I, list. I guess, I, I guess I'm on black. The best match on that list. Well, well your it is amazing how black. changing one person made all the difference in that well, match. Well, 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 you guys can have the breakdown. You'll, you can, you guys can have Talking Mayhem Mania uh, later on the Google Hangout if you like, but we need to answer the question. I almost said the question from the other podcast you guys keep quoting, but um, what did you learn from wrestling this week? I don't know what you're talking about. So who's your favorite wrestler? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> what did you learn from wrestling this week, guys? How about you, uh, Bobby F. J. Town? I my, what I learned ties into what I learned last week. I learned that uh, Ryback was dropped from his hot dog sponsorship. Found last night. And that and that made me happy because I hate Ryback. <laughs> Well, we all know Pennsylvania, uh, Philly isn't known for their hot dogs. That's probably why. There's that. Eamon, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Uh, I learned from wrestling this week that we can't always have nice things. Uh, and sometimes we have to have a nice thing covered in, in Sin Car and Zack Ryder. <laughs> what? All right. All right. There's that, too. You know, um, you know when I was watching. Shut up! You know when I was watching all those the stuff in Ring of Honor with Kevin Cena and El Generico and all those great, uh, you know, stuff. You know, with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and NXT and the great story they feel. You know what I thought? You know what this needs? Sin Cara and Zack Ryder. <laughs> Matt Carlin's. What'd you learn from wrestling this week? I learned that Terry Funk is sad because he never had a son. But Dean oh. Ambrose will do just fine. And since since you were the other one in the Facebook, uh, Jennifer from the Facebook says that Kane still got it. Okay. Got All right. Kane! He's got something going on. Uh, what about you, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wheels? What have I learned from wrestling? 
I learned that three three hours and maybe 20 minutes of raw is just too much for me. I can live with just answering your question from uh, the wrap up. How many hours of raw did I enjoy? AJ Styles and Kevin Owens. That's it there. (laughs) However long that was, the three segments that was, right? Mad Mike? Yeah, I. Oh, sorry. That's it, Mad Mike. That's okay. What'd you learn? Oh, what? What the? I I learned that we've had a year and a half build up to see what Batonza Cueto looks like, and fuck, it did not disappoint. And I can't wait to see oh, him in Aztec Warfare. Shit, shit, I need to catch up. Shit. Yeah, you do, Sorg. Shit, I need to catch up. Like, Sorg, I, like I put behind. this above Daredevil, and you oh, know how much I fucking I don't love have time Daredevil. For any, okay, listen, man. I got time to watch shows that I can put on while I'm working. Lucha and Daredevil are two things I want to pay attention to. That's why they so, haven't so been watched. Because be like I respect really work. I respect Lucha Underground to 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 then to try to watch it while I'm editing. Or doing a podcast, or or whatever the case may be, I respect it too damn much. It needs the time it deserves. That's what Easter is going to be for. Uh, what about you, Antonio Garza? Uh, I learned that uh, dreams come true. That the Phoenix Crisis and the Man in the Throne have been killed. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Lucha on the ground stuff. Okay, <laughs> all right. Because. <laughs> I thought you just spoiled Mad Men for me or something, but okay. Because <laughs> um, I half cut. Better Game okay. of Thrones. Um, oh, shit. What did I learn? Yes. Sorg. Um, hey, Sorg, what'd you learn? Um, Sorg, who's your favorite wrestler? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Um, Shut up. Um, oh, oh. Sorg? Yes. Sorg, I think you forgot to ask Riz. Oh, oh hold on. Uh, no, it's fine. It's Sorg, fine. From the. Sorry, Riz, who's your favorite wrestler? I'm sorry. It's fine. There is, no, it's fine. I'm sorry. There is like an auditorium of people in here I can't keep track of. Uh, Riz. Yes. What'd you learn? I learned that uh, Terry Balea had to give. No, oh. Hulk Hogan had to give Terry Balea 25 more million dollars just because he said his dick is bigger than, her, than Terry Balea's. It's complicated. In the meantime, I learned that my library uh, carries all of the uh, WWE films, and uh, I'm going to be watching 12 Rounds 2 with Randy Orton sometime this week. Sorg. Sorg. Why are you going to punish yourself like that? I want to see him. I didn't say I have time. Listen, okay, okay, wait, wait. You know how I said about Lucha Underground and and Daredevil I respect and want to give the time to, and I'm not going to do it while I'm working on other things? Yes. Guess what I'm watching while I'm finishing off the Prime Wrestling DVDs tomorrow? Makes sense. All right. So you start with See No Evil. I love Mm -hmm. See No Evil. You go to Condemned. I would also watch See No Evil 2. And then See No Evil 2. No, I I, I need See No Evil 2. No, no, I need to like I want to see the Ambrose uh, Dean Ambrose stop. movie and and I mean, I mean, listen, okay, here's what I'll do: I'll watch the the Randy Orton uh, twelve rounds and then I'll also hit myself in the head with this kendo stick and I'll see which one hurts worse. <laughs> then you take it to the paper. 
Yeah. Take it to the paper. Only if you have to. Only if you have to. Only if you call the cops because they're going to hear me. And then you watch the the that weird John Cena wrestling amateur wrestling movie. That, uh, Legendary? Legendary. Legendary was not a half bad movie. No, I've seen a lot of I, I've seen a lot With of the Danny films. Danny Glover. It just, and then you tune into Fox to see American Grit starring John Cena. I don't even see. Did I see the Marine in the theater? And then Fox News has Bulls and Bears with JBL. Mm-hmm. Naturally, Bulls naturally. and Bears. And then you watch Fly Fishing with Eric Young and Outdoor Adventure with Shawn Michaels. And then you... you those are not the names life. of those shows. Riz. And you wonder what life is all about. Riz. Riz. Sword. I love you. And all the mayhemers that join me tonight, Riz is at Riz Plays Games, Hot Wheels is at Hot Wheels RWA, Antonio Garza is the W Revolution on the Twitters. Um, also with us at Mainstream Matt One T, uh, at Mad Mike Four Eight Eight Three, at Bobby F J Town, at Amen Two. Please, did I miss any squares down there? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Uh Thank so you so much. Everybody for joining us. Phyllis Diller. I'm at Solgatron. Wrestling Mayhem Show is the place. Go check us out. WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Click on all the things. Thank you for our. I believe Matt and Mike was live tweeting tonight. Uh, I, 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 I stopped for Mayhem Mania though because I had to focus. Well, there's that. There's that. There's priorities. Uh, I, I think I kicked a couple out there during that. Uh, Missy uh, for helping with show notes and graphics, of course, as usual. And of course, live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out the Indie Mayhem Show. Great interviews all through the weeks. Talking with guys like Shane Taylor, Ray Rowe, Jimmy Corderas, uh, DJ Zima Ion. Uh, who else? Burr, 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 Chris, burr. The, Chris the no. Joseph of Lucha Underground. And so many more. 100 and 111 episodes in the can so far. Uh, and we got another great one coming up here tonight from uh, Amon's Neck to Lose. And I just sent an email. I actually just sent an email to try to book somebody else here during the show. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, too. Got my kabuki stick. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at Sorgatron Media. Cool. Hey, Daniel Perry again. Hey, um, I know you guys got a live stream coming up <clears throat> a little bit later on tonight, but I just want to tell you what I've learned from wrestling uh, this week. Uh, Sami Zayn will be the next Daniel Bryan, and Ryback will be the next Sam Punk. You ever watch the footage from from between Ryback and Curtis Axel? You'll see what I mean. All right, guys. Well, hope you guys have a good day, and I'll. And I'll I'll look at your recap on Wednesday. Take take care. Bye.